I'm good. We are good to go in five, four, three, two, one. This is episode 15 of the Relics of War podcast. Everybody just went, whoa, that's not what I was reading. For. And my name is Ryan. You, uh, let's see, what's it, what's, what's I remember? Can I just say epic fail right there? Yeah, you can. What was it? you got to carry on there. This has got to be the intro to the show. That's what it was, code name. So I'd be like, my name is Ryan, code name Cole. And with me here is Mark Smithy Smith, code name Smithy. Damn it. <laughs> what's my code name? Um, um. You're listening to Relics of Ore, episode number 15. This is the podcast that's about Guild Wars, Guild Wars 2, and the Guild Wars community. My name is Ryan. Some of you know me as Cole. With me here is Mark Smithy Smith. He made a return. He's bringing Smithy back. I am indeed, yeah. No, Justin Timberlake dance for neither. Um, pleasure to be back a lot sooner than I anticipated, but it's uh, good to be back. And um, I just wanted to say, due to the other host... That I think Ryan should probably impersonate an English person for the entire show, and we should start the podcast with the English national anthem. What do you think, Tasha? I wholeheartedly agree. Smithy, I always loved how you were able to just like do the next intro for me. It would go so smooth. But if you do that next time, be all say like, "This is Tasha." I don't know how would you do that? you'd be like, "This is Tasha from Split Infinity Radio, who is also a limey like myself, or something like that." Limey. Limey. Yeah, limey. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all the lime trees there are in Britain. Right. I don't know where... Are the... they trees or are they bushes? I don't know. I have no idea what you people have in Britain, except for... you guys have bad teeth? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I do. Which is ironic. I've never been... Dent- well, I've been to the dentist twice, and that's it. But no, I don't have bad teeth. Slightly off colour, uh, which I'm sure is fascinating to our listeners. Oh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of British listeners right now going, no, I have nice teeth. Well, since we're talking about it, I have got really pointy incisors, so it's great because when my nephew was little, I could pretend I was a vampire, and it used to really scare him, which is always good to do to small children. <laughs> I, I have. You're lucky you weren't put on a register. Yeah, that might be a bit too late. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have really sharp teeth too, but I I have that problem of grinding my teeth at night. And it's really bad. I have to wear a mouthpiece. So I always dream at night that I'm, you know, playing football or something. But <laughs> I wore one down really, really bad. When you wake up in the morning, if, like, Lacey rolls over to kiss you, does she get, like, a mouthful of kind of retainer? Plus, do you have to take it out first and put it in it, wash it out and stuff? In order to find out, Lacey would have to wake up and kiss me. Aww. Aww. Oh. That was Actually, it's happened before, and um, it was gross. So, anyway... Um, right, so, Tasha, if you want to see more of what she does, you can go to Split and, you can go to siradio.fm for the Split Infinity Radio, uh, online radio station, and you are also, you got a blog of your own, too, we've never pimped that, where's that at? Uh, oh, yeah, don't pimp the blog, it's not worth reading, it's just me spouting random crap, I don't expect anyone to ever read, ever. <laughs> okay, you know, I've never plugged my blog, either, because it, it's never really updated. <laughs> I really just have the blog so I can rant into the ether and, and just get it out so it doesn't kind of spur out in a forum or, or on the air or something like that where I'm going to really, really embarrass myself. Yeah. Even more than I already do. Yeah, mine basically, I just announced the podcast that I'm doing. So there's like one from 
you know, ancient times where it says, I just started a podcast called The Face Roll Show, and the very next one is, hey, that sucked, but here, check this out. This is Relics of Orc. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone wants to look at that, you can go to uh, Cyan, like the color blue, cyan-studios.net, but there's literally nothing to see. And then Smithy, um, you've got... Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much of an internet presence. I don't really like Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I never tweet because I always just get to write something and then think, who cares? Even my mum wouldn't be interested in that. <laughs> so I, I get embarrassed and self-conscious and don't put anything on there. So if you want to see more of me, um, go to the Relics of All Forum, where I'm around now and again. Um, and that's it. You can find me on Twitter or Mark George Smith. If I have a jump in followers, then I might start tweeting boring stuff which will probably be extremely explicit, so be warned. <laughs> so, uh, okay, in terms of the show, since pe- there might be some you know, people with sticks shoved up their posteriors going, what, get on with the show? The first thing I want to talk, that was a great voice. Um, that was a fantastic voice. I want my <laughs> voice to come back later on. Oh, also, no, next week, also, I'm going to be starting off the show Hulu style, and it'll be all, the following program is brought to you by, and that shall be determined next week. But anyway, enough of that. You'll hear more next week um oh and all god i just can't get on with this um the next episode of relics of war will be uh your your typical time your typical day and all that uh, this week was just kind of jacked up because i had an anniversary to go to all weekend which was a whole lot more fun than recording a show love you guys but love my wife more um so yeah good that's the way it should be yeah so, well i don't know smithy he makes for pretty good competition do you feel loved oh i it's do feel bromance. Lo- yeah i was just gonna i was i knew you were gonna mention the word bromance I, I love the word. And I think start thinking of guy love from Scrubs. I say it in my head. I love Scrubs. Yeah, me too. Susie, no hot right now. We, we could be like the tallest podcaster ever rather than the tallest doctor. But I reckon I'd need to go on the top because I haven't got, I'm not very strong. And I guess you're a strong man, I imagine, from those pictures I've seen. So um, I don't know what picture yeah, you I, saw me post. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm strong you know as hell. It's a private collection. Oh, right. I think that was photoshopped. But anyway, okay. So the the podcast itself, the website has um some volunteer bloggers now. There's uh, John Vinson. You guys remember him? He was supposed to show up today, but the guy time zone time zones kind of own him. So anyway, uh he's posting for us now. That's John Vinson. He's with uh, guildwars2forum.com. Um we also have Jim from one of our uh I want to say our new alliance guild in the game. But we actually haven't allied up with them yet because I suck at logging on. And I guess their guild leader does too, so it's really hard for us to coordinate. But anyway, they're going to be alliances, uh, part of our alliance. They're called the Pig Alliance. Mr. Conum, the no- notorious PIG. <laughs> and then um, um, we have Robert. And I, I cannot pronounce his last name because it has a crazy O and it's like Robert Scozy. Robert, I bet you feel very recognized. <clears throat> <laughs> So, actually, the spots are filling pretty quick. I don't know if we want a whole lot more than that, so uh, get your um, applications in if you guys are interested in doing that for us. Um, and then, uh, let's see, I would also like to point out we got a crap load of emails. So, at the end of this show, I'm going to do what I call email a la carte, which is our best attempt to just cruise through emails as best we can to represent what we received and yet not bore the piss out of people. So... You guys ready for that? Because I'm going to be asking you to read incredibly fast. And you know how Americans love to hear British people talk so fast that they can't understand them? You know what? I can't read out names for requests on the air. And listen to, if you listen to any of my shows where I do requests, if, I, if it's a complicated name, I just call people Bob. So that's going to be epic fail right there. I mean, trying to read emails just isn't going to work. Well, say this real quick for me three times fast. Zizaraxi. 
Zizaraxi. Okay. Well, you know what? You said it once. <laughs> who is who is actually... I spoke to him earlier on in Steam chat. He's scary, because I asked him what number I was thinking of, and he said pi, and that was correct. <laughs> True story, right there. That reminds me of that Colbert Report uh, snippet where um, he was talking about the census and how um, one party was trying to screw up the census, and he's all... Try, yeah, good luck trying to screw me up. Five six seventy nine eighty three pi. <laughs> Colbert's my hero. Um, so right, uh, Zizaraxi. Also, we're gonna read your email or at least part of it in the best way possible. But you wrote a crap ton, so uh, good luck being represented well. You might also think about becoming a blogger since you can write so much. Because I'd love that to be on my webpage. Can't promise I'd read it. <clears throat> now, uh, what else to go into? I think that's about it. I think we got SQL Scuttlebutt coming up. I just had a five hour energy. That is not who's going to be our sponsor, by the way. But um, I am actually sitting contorted right now. I've got so much energy. So this is actually quite interesting because it's like late afternoon for you. And for me and Smithy, it's like 10 o'clock in the evening. So we're kind of, uh, and you're all bouncy. Yeah, yeah. And I just got off work too, but it doesn't matter because five-hour energy is so awesome. You know, those uh, energy drinks, they always talk about how they're not really as good as they say they are. They taste really bad. If you're of that mindset, go give a five-hour uh, a chance. I'm not doing this for five hour. I don't give a crap about their business. I mean, doing it for the listeners because that stuff actually works. Have any of you I've ever tried one of those little health potion or energy potion things you can get? The ones that are in little bottles. No. Have you seen those? No. I haven't. Okay. Yeah. If, if you're listening and you have, let me know what they're like. Whether it's actually worth me ordering a bunch just to see what they look like. I kind of like the little bottles. Someone's gonna write in. They're gonna be all. I have a prehensile tail. <laughs> do not do not take this stuff. <laughs> That's nice. If it's going to make me grow a tail, that might actually be a skill I want in life. I am I am very excited to hear from our that one listener out there who has a prehensile tail, by the way. You should get into construction, just because you show off your talents that way. Okay. This has gone even more off course than we usually do. I know. Well, you know, after last episode, people were probably already noticing a trend. <laughs> like we, They brought in that guy who's funny but doesn't know jack all about this game. What's next? That'll be me. Yeah, Smithy's all. Ooh, yeah. that was a gut shot. So let's get let's get into Smithy's lack of in- information with Speculators Corner. Um, no, sequel stop about oh, right. one. Wow, I just jumped straight ahead. I was all looking at what I just said. I'm like, that has nothing to do with questions from Smithy. What have I done? <laughs> Captain, what be that over there? Or let be sequel scuttlebutt. I do have some questions. Not as many as I'd like, and that's simply because I haven't had a chance to play as much as I'd like, but I have played Guild Wars, I've now got a character. Um, first off, I just want to give a heads up to any of your listeners who live in the EU, um, because you can currently get Guild Wars Complete Collection, which has the original game, plus the f- one expansion, plus the other two campaigns. Did I get that right? Is that right? Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Check me out. Um, you can get that for... £15, which is mm-hmm. the equivalent to about $22. So I'm guessing that's yep. pretty cheap from what people it is. said. I have to say, I've actually got another account on its way right now so I can properly join Relics the Guild yes. and actually play with you guys because I'm bored of not being able to play with you guys and still being in my guild. Ouch. I hope your guild doesn't listen. Well, they won't mind. They're friends. They know what I mean. No, I know. I'm just checking with you. We love you, Miss. Yep, we do. Uh, but considering I'm going out drinking with them next week, I bet they better still love me. Well, you want a lively bunch? Like, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we are pretty much. We've got our quiet people and, and our, our bouncy people, but it's quite nice. We've got um, there's a, it's a guild of seventy of us, and there's ten girls in that bunch. 
So it's an abnormally large number of girls, I think, for an online community like that. And uh, it's really, really good fun because I don't hang out with a lot of girls normally. So it's, yeah, it's, it's nice. We have we have girly times. But there's, I think, eight of us cramming into a two-bedroom house next weekend because one of our guys is having an operation. So we're having a pre-operation party for him. Should be fun. So what you've just done is you've uh, made it so anyone that applies to Relics of War, we can safely bet, is not a hormone-driven 17-year-old because... You just mentioned that your old guild is the one with all the girls. Probably. Good. I'm like not that. taking any applications because I get too many spam bots to register people on our forums. <laughs> anyway, back on track. Sorry, Smithy. Yeah, he hasn't even asked a question yet. Yep. Loaded up the game, logged in, created a character. When I first created a character, it automatically defaulted to human. I started playing them. Is that just because I'm a noob and I didn't see the button to click to change race? Or when you first rolled, you have to roll as a human? Um, tumbleweed. It's I'm um, just trying not to be the one to talk all the time. I'm like sitting here oh, okay. giving myself an Indian burn, telling myself, "Don't talk, don't talk. Nobody else can talk when you talk." Okay, go ahead. I wasn't sure who of us are talking. Um, no, the original oh, Guild Wars Classic um, does only have the one race that you can play. You can only play as a human. It's Guild Wars Two that's going to give you the option to play as multiple races. Got so you no, saw... you're not being blind. Cool. That puts me at ease. Okay. Um, add-ons. I'm used to having, you know, a dozen to 30 different add-ons running using Curse Client, which isn't the best, but it's just easy. Um, are there add-ons for Guild Wars? If so, are there any that you'd say are a must, even for a new starter? There really aren't any. Um, that was kind of against their internet's philosophy at the time that they made Guild Wars. I don't know if when 2 comes out, if that will be changed or not. I would imagine they'll be a little more flexible, but for the most part, still want you to go with stock UI. There is a program out there called um, TextMod that you can download. And what it does is when you f you fire up Guild Wars through TextMod, and as it does, it TextMod adjusts some of the textures in the game. Like, it kind of replaces this texture with whatever one you want instead. So you can make your UI look different. Um, and there's some ways where it's even more... Um, practical like it'll it'll make it so you can tell what areas of the map you've been to for example a lot easier like it'll make it pink where you haven't been and you're like oh god pink i gotta get rid of that so um but other than that it's mostly just a stock ui game but it gives you a lot of options within the stock ui to adjust it to your needs um like i noticed a lot of wow players like to move their target down closer to where their player frame is and their part i move mine around a lot based upon whether or not i'm a healer or a damage dealer um and this brings up a request for for me for ArenaNet. What I, I just got my prepositional phrases all jacked up. Anyway, I think I got the point across there. And what I would like to have is a way to save presets for my UI. So there's like the healer yes. UI preset and then the damage. That would be so awesome. If they gave me that, you probably would never see me cry about add-ons. I, I wholeheartedly support that as well as my request to be able to save keyboard layouts as well. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, just a side note. You mentioned text mod. There are other ones as well. Like there's a KS mod which will make all armors in game appear high resolution. It also um, adds UT sounds into the game as well. So when you kill people, you get like the headshot, the headshot. sound. Yeah, that one um, appear as well. Uh, other, I I want to say legal approved is probably the right word. Um, Add-ons, mods, etc. Is um, the Guild Wars multi-launch, which allows you to have multiple copies of the client running. It's not really worth it if you've only got the one um, copy of the game, but I'm on like six, seven, eight at the moment, um, so I've got like five versions of Guild Wars on my desktop so I can have all the accounts open at once. Do you have any Christmas? 
Yeah, I. The thing is that I, if I go through stores, I look in the bargain bucket, and I usually find a copy of Guild Wars in there for like fiver, and it's cheaper than buying more storage, so I just buy a new account. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I am a pack rat. And next one, go. Or do you have any more? No, I got some more. Okay. Um, go for it. What's your favourite part of the game? Just for somebody who's new, something to look out for when you're playing. You know, when you compare it to other MMOs or just the game itself, what oh, um, really stands out for the original? Master Togo would be a good, you know, starter. You better explain that one because Smithy won't understand Master Togo. Okay, so uh, basically to explain that, um, sarcasm. Okay. That wasn't really explaining, Brian. You need to go look up the definition of that word. Okay, let me put it this way then. I didn't really mean that. Anyway, um, yeah, if you start in <laughs> factions, I love factions. I like how it starts off, and you get to 20 really fast, but you deal with Master Togo, who's in the story. I mean, he's an okay guy and all, but he talks so much. So, um, favorite part of the game for when you're actually starting out? Let me think about this. Um, if you think of anything, Tasha, let me know. Um, I can think of lots of stuff. Okay. Um, one of my favorite bits of the game is actually pre-searing. It's very, very pretty, um, and you can actually get to level 20 in pre-searing, which is a cap, in case you didn't already know, um, without having ever left pre-searing. It takes an inordinate amount of time and a lot of dedication to get there, but it is possible. Um, generally, I would recommend exploring pre-searing to your heart's content. There are lots of little Easter eggs in there, hidden gardens and... Hearts carved into rocks and various other bits and bobs like that. Um, it, there's even a, a community site dedicated to just that one area of the game. Other things whilst you're going through is look for the various animals that are hidden throughout the entire game. There's like a floating frog in a tent in the Gates of Kryter outpost and another one that is in the Sanctum K mission. There used to be pigs in the uh, Team Arena outpost. There's cats in Kainang. Various other bits and bobs around there. So, so go hunt the animals that are out in the game because they're really nice little touches. There's even that little pug. I'm not going to say where he is, but you can go look for him. A little pug dog. Have you seen him? I don't actually know that one. Ooh, maybe. I, I don't actually remember offhand where he was. I ran into him. And he's behind one of the... Um, when you're in Xinjiang Monastery, they have those red doors, you know? Oh, right, yeah. There's nothing on the other side of the door, but he's between the door and the wall. So he's kind of like a stuck pug. But um, I'll, see, I'll see if I can find him again. But uh, okay. yeah, especially for Smithy, he needs to look for the animals because he's a beast hunter yeah. lover. The thing, another. The, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just say the other really, really good thing about Guild Wars, um, the bits that I really like are the festivals. I really, really enjoy the festivals that that come out, especially Halloween, Winter's Day, and Canton New Year. Those are the three that I really look forward to. Um, mostly the Halloween because of the bad jokes. Uh, Winter's <laughs> Day because it goes on for so long, and um, the Canton Festival just because everyone just kind of pulls together as a community at that time, and it's just really good fun. And uh, as a new player, some of the other things you might like to know is if you're if you're really into PvP, um, you don't actually have to do you don't have to level up. You can just make a PvP character, and he will be level twenty. Problem is, you'll still have to unlock skills, but you can do that with PvP faction, which is called Balthazar faction. But, I mean, if you're not in PvP... Uh, but, um, for Smithy's sake, if you want to level a character, here's a quick tip of advice, and since I'm capable of talking really fast right now, I should probably do it. Um, If you make a character in Prophecies, pre-searing is a blast. I love pre-searing. It's beautiful, it's a great intro to the story. But after that, um, if you're not as into doing side quests and all that just to get to where your character has achieved everything, like, you know, has all the skill points, has everything that he needs to be a finished character, um, Prophecies isn't the way to go beyond pre-searing 
if you have a lot of patience and you like lore, then it is the way to go. If it's not, though, then factions will get you to 20 the fastest, but I kind of prefer the Nightfall storyline, and it doesn't quite push you as hard through everything. So in my opinion, the way you level the 20 in Nightfall was kind of the um, nailed it of Guild Wars, because it's just enough. Gets you used to it. You know, like when I made a Dervish when I first started, I had no idea how the mechanics worked. And by the end, I was aware of it, and I was also level 20 right about at that same time. So, uh, yeah, if if you want to get through it decently fast but not too fast, Nightfall is my recommendation. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to play Prophecies until I know what I'm doing, and then I'll make a decision as to whether or not I want to play lore-based or just get to 20 the first time. Yeah. The other plus point I would say with Prophecies is you get free skills as you're going through. If you do the side quests and stuff, you get free skills whilst you're going, whereas the other campaigns, you either have to go and buy them with a secondary currency or actually go and spend cash on them outright. So it's... I, I mean, just from a, from an understanding the entire storyline kind of thing, I, I would always recommend starting Prophecies and just going all the way through. Um, yeah, there are some boring bits of it, but really... It's the prettiest campaign. I'm sorry, I'm a pro prophecies person. Pro prof. Um, pro prof. <laughs> in terms of playtime, starting from the very beginning of prophecies all the way up to the very end of Eye of the North, that's the expansion, isn't it? Has it, I guess, as to playtime for an average player? I know that's hard to quantify, but you're talking like 50 hours, 100 hours. That's kind of a tough question to answer because um, if you're doing it just to get through, like if you started at pre-searing and you went through every campaign, because you can actually go through the campaigns at whatever um, order you want. So you can you can start in factions, get to 20, and then jump straight into Nightfall without finishing factions or go straight to Eye of the North, whatever you'd like. But let's say you were to make a Prophecies character and then you were going to do factions all the way through with that same character, then Nightfall, then Eye of the North... I think you're actually looking at a lot more time than, well, 50. I, I'm thinking you're uh, looking at about 100 hours. I would actually say for a new character, I would estimate more than that, 200, 250, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot of content there to work through. Oh, yeah. It depends whether you look at the side quests or not as well. I'm just going from mission to primary quest to mission. I think uh, maybe 150, 100-ish. But if you actually take the time to go and smell some of the roses, then you, you're looking at a lot more. Smell some of the roses. What a nice expression. <laughs> and next time I play, I'm going to go sniff some roses. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for that when the other players ask me what I'm doing. If, um, <laughs> there isn't an auction house, is there? Or is there? If there's an auction house, if you were to say there's an auction house for Guild Wars, it's Tasha. Yeah. Okay. It's her website. There isn't, there isn't a... Let's just put it like this. The trade system inside Guild Wars itself sucks balls. Yeah. The only way you can sell stuff is by standing in a town that's vaguely populated and shouting your butt off until you find someone who hopefully wants the item you want and is prepared to talk to you sensibly about price, which most of them aren't, um, and then you might just about get somewhere. The alternatives are to go into fan forums and post your items and you leave an in-game name, they live theirs, and you meet up and trade. Alternatively, massive plug here, Guild Wars Guru Auctions, you list up your item, your minimum price, your maximum price, you hit the submit and someone will come along and buy your item. You can complete the trade within 10 days and Bob's your uncle, you've got your money without spending very much time at all doing it. We also have a trade forum on the Relics of Or forums, but that's mostly, I think that's just for Relics guildies to talk about trade prices 
And if they want to just trade with Gildies, because that's a sh- more sure bet once it goes through, then, you know. And I haven't heard from Texas Chicken in a long time. I miss him. But I was going to say, what happened to him? Because, yeah, I was going to employ his services. Yeah, I know, man. I really miss hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but for Guild Wars 2, there is going to be a full auction house and everything else in there, so I'm assuming to be obsolete, which I'm not that upset about, actually. Yeah, so, yes. that would be a shame. But I'm sure there'll still be people who play Guild Wars, even when Guild Wars 2 comes out, won't there? Hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. It appears yeah. to be their goal to you know keep people in there. I mean, John Stummy's busting his butt to you know really revive Guild Wars, because he's recently been kind of let out of the gate. So we'll see what happens. But I think if it does, it'll it'll mostly be due to the now... Um, current Guild Wars Live team, which has been pretty proactive. Compared to their size, yeah, I agree. Uh, the other thing is that there's a hall of monuments which ties your achievements in Guild Wars Classic to Guild Wars 2. And they've said that you can, after Guild Wars 2 is released, you can still go back and get those achievements in the original game. So just because Guild Wars 2 is out doesn't mean that people won't be going back to Guild Wars 1, or original, classic, whatever you're calling it this week. Um, to get the shiny bit. Sorry. I kept being there. <laughs> That's fine by me. I, lo- I love the, you know, some people are starting to call it Guild Wars Awesome now because of that interview. So it's fun to watch. I don't think I'm ever going to yeah. see it ever settle down, though. Guild Wars Awesome is a cool name. Um, with skill points, if you, I know you said earlier you can buy some or you can do side quests if you play all the way through prophecies to get them. Is a level 20 player going to have exactly the same skill points as the same level 20 player in the same class, or does it entirely depend upon the way they quest through the game and if they're willing to spend real money? You'll get the... When you hit level 20, you'll have the same amount of points as everybody else who just hit level 20, but uh, you blow those on skills that you actually buy. And then every time your, your experience bar has another completed cycle you'll earn another skill point. So the older your character is, the more he can have. Like, my Elementalist has, like, 300-something, 400-something. But um, there's also attribute points, which are not to be confused. Uh, Attribute points are what you invest in your schools of either magic or skill. You always have the same amount of those as somebody else unless they've missed something along the way, which was one of the big things I didn't like about Prophecies was it's it's a lot more difficult to get all your attribute points in Prophecies. And so a guy could be level 20 for a year and not realize he's still missing like 15 of them. What was the max amount you could have, Tasha? 175? Uh, 200. 200. Oh, okay, 200. So you're missing 25, apparently. No, I just, I'm not paying attention. Is all. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I, I went around for ages missing 15, for ages and ages and ages. Yeah, so you... Things is not obvious, but if you've got some invested and you're going through the game the first time around, it's not obvious that you're missing them. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes you might just have a lot of skill other than reading comprehension. So when you're playing, you're doing a good job, and then you find out, oh, wow, you know, I could have that many more points in healing magic or whatever. Well, 15, when you think about it, in terms of investment, it doesn't actually translate to that many because you've got to invest however many points it is to go up a rank. So, you know, if you want to... You've got to invest 12 points to get to rank 12, I think it is, in whatever it is you're at. So, And that's only one point difference, which really isn't going to make that much difference to your skills. So you're not, probably not going to notice it. Yeah, so if you're a slacker and you just don't care, I guess you could be sloppy. Yeah. But yeah, as far as skill points go, you just you earn those as you level, basically. There's a few things that give you free skill points. Or you can also make consumables. So like in WoW terminology, you know, you have flasks and elix- el- elixirs. Well, they're, they're like those. You can blow a skill point on an elixir or something. Cool. 
and last but not least, and this isn't a Guild Wars awesome question, um, what are you looking forward to most with Guild Wars 2? Ooh. Nothing? Okay. It's, uh... <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> just trying to think. The most the thing I'm most looking forward to. There's so many things to look forward to. I'm not really sure which one is the most. Um, I, the... Actually, I think this is actually a really interesting Bartle gamer pro- profiling question, I think. Um, it is. Answer carefully. For me, well, it's gonna, I, it's going to be the persistent world for me. I really like persistence in my MMOs. I think I'm I see myself as an explorer in the game of types. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to going out and finding the really really obscure events and starting the chains off. Like going and being that person who climbs up to the top of a mountain and reads the book they really shouldn't. That and cliff jumping because. I God damn it! I'm gonna start a cliff jumper society. Oh man, I'll be right there with you. If you saw me in WoW, I made a priest for a specific reason, and that was that I could jump off of crap and just float my way down. And I will be if they give us something like that. I will be exploring like you wouldn't believe, just because I'm having so much fun with the Z axis. Whereas you, I saw you guys might call it the Z axis, I guess. It is Z. No. Although he's also a horse. You're wrong so. again. Well, your face is wrong. <laughs> That's gonna be the comeback of this the uh, episode. Your face is wrong. <laughs> you just named it, dude. That that, that will be the name. <laughs> awesome. Um, I don't know much about the sequel yet because I haven't read everything there is to read. Um, and this is probably a very silly thing, but I'm really looking forward to having a ranger and getting some birds to come down and eat someone's face. Yeah, that was that move looks awesome. Yeah, you know, actually, when you ask somebody who used to play Guild Wars, that's a loaded question because. Is it in comparison to Guild Wars or just what this game offers compared to every other game overall? Because compared to every mm, other game, yeah. what I'm looking forward to most is getting rid of that stupid-ass trinity that every other MMO has been running with. Tank, heal, it's just... I understand that it was something that was needed to get you know MMOs to work right, but there comes a point where you say, look, this thing's, this MMO idea has been out for a long time. Could you finally you know innovate and get past it? And it looks like these guys actually have, so cheers to that. Big cheers. I hate taunting bosses. Taunt the boss. Okay. Oh, God. I'm so glad we don't have a taunt mechanic. Seriously. Yeah, it's like, you know, some big monster is attacking my buddy over there who's raining hellfire and brimstone on him, and I've got an axe. But if I call his mama a name, he's going to come after me. Sure. Yeah. The thing is, you can control aggro in Guild Wars Classic fine if you know what you're doing. It's just a question of knowing what you're doing and cooperation. Oh, look, you're an MMO. You should be cooperating with people in your party. Yeah, yeah. So for Guild Wars 2, I love the fact that the way you keep stuff off of the squishy is by crippling it and making it so it can't get there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You can tell my brain's tired because from what you both said, what I've took away from it is that how cool would it be if the taunt mechanism was throwing out your mama insults. So rather than throwing something, <laughs> you just say, your mama's so fat, and then click your fingers from side to side in front of your face, shaking your head. That'd be a much better way to taunt people, wouldn't it? Oh, what ArenaNet should do is give us either an emote or just a, a skill that's actually useless. Or if you put it on your bar and you click it, you start you know, calling someone names. You guys haven't played around with a female mesmer, have you? Because when you do the slash taunt emote, that's what she does. So she clicks her fingers and wags her head from side to side. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Full on diva. Yeah. Well, the, well, the mesmers are milfs, so you kind of got to see that one. Yeah. Mes- <laughs> you should have it on the t-shirt, mesmers are milfs. 
Yeah, I'm probably going to get hate mail for that one, but meh. That's right. Um, and then, right before we leave Sequel Scuttlebutt Behind, um, we also want to point out that there was a post today about how, uh, you can tell I'm really researched on this, Tosh actually threw it at me right before the show, but there was a lot of information released on the um, apps that they're going to have, uh, so far just for the iPhone, is that correct? Um, no, they confirmed it for the iPhone, iPad, iPod, and Android smartphones. Um, and they also said there's going to be some f- kind of functionality on the web. Um, and these will be for yeah. like the auction house and looking people up, maybe? It's there's actually a big list of things that they're going to do. It's going to be the marketplace, which is the same as the auction house. Um the hero viewer, so you'll be able to see what your character is wearing and all those other things like that. There's also a friend tracker on there, so you can have a map and you can um, see where all the people in your friends list are and what they're doing. Whoa. You can also direct them in-game. It's actually a two-way conversation, which is really unique. Most of the applications that you see, it's a one-way stream of traffic out of the game to the uh, to the device or to the external you know, UI. What they're actually doing is allowing two-way communication. So you can actually not only type back to your friends in Guild Chat or Whisper or what have you, but you can also ping on the map. So you can direct them where to go. If you're outside the game world and they're saying, I don't know where this thing is, you can actually go, it's there, and they can see the ping in game. If anybody from my workplace listens to this, I will get my work done, don't worry. Um, Also, (laughs) I would like to say World of Warcraft Armory, Stick that in your chotch. <laughs> chotch? What's that? Isn't chotch. that a character from Happy Days? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I've heard the phrase somewhere uh, before, but... Chotch. There's, nice. um, there's some really nice screenshots in the ArenaNet blog. Um, I'm, just to be annoying, I do have a problem with it. And that is the question of, can we put this on our own website? Still hasn't been answered. And especially now they've said there's going to be a guild calendar, it kind of makes my side project of building a guild website on hold until I find out exactly what features I've been replicating for the last three months. Yeah, I mean, worst case worst case scenario, I've already got a guild website built, and you can just join that. Yeah, but sure, we only have a forum at the moment, and it's been it's outdated. So oh, we need something. Oh, you, you expect more than that out of me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of looked at it as a project to kind of learn the web languages because I didn't know them and it's kind of got out of hand from there. I actually so, do yeah. know I do know a lot of web languages at least to a remedial degree but um, yeah I'm just uh, a little bit lazy but this show's kind of kind of exploded this last week so I might have to put a little more into this. Yeah. Talking of um, guild calendars have you seen the Guild Wars 2 calendar that you can purchase with nice artwork and upcoming dates for the game? That's a... Uh, Real kind of cash cow if ever I saw one. But I have actually emailed ArenaNet to try and get them to include my birthday on there so that all the Guild Wars <laughs> 2 players can see. I think it's still under consideration. They haven't really given me any confirmation yet, but I'm still checking my inbox as we speak. This guy will be blue. I heard it's going to be produced by ArenaNet. I heard you can use a keyboard with this game. I heard this game will work on Windows 7. I heard you'll need a monitor to play this I game. I heard the norm are really tall. That's just speculation. Uh, speaking of that, and this is a nice segue, but, um, you know, ArenaNet uh, representing us, I guess you would say, If this is for Speculator's Corner. If there was an NPC in Guild Wars 2 named after you, or that was, you know, based on you, what would you want it to be? Oh, that's, uh, 
You were saying I don't really know. you were saying last yeah. week that there's going to be a troll called the Singleton beneath the bridge, shouting obscenities at people. That'd be cool. I'd probably want to be like an old dirty man, just called Smithy, kind of walks around the main town center in a really long coat, and every now and again just pulls it open. It's <laughs> grotesque, kind of you know, disgusting butter. Just says really inappropriate things, um, hopefully out loud. That's about it. I don't think I'd actually want him to have a job or a purpose. Just be there, be uh, disgusting and extremely inappropriate. He would shout, Quite- how do you like this unit frame? <clears throat> <laughs> unit frames, Ryan. Come oh, on. my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, check this out on your 1080p. No, I don't know. Uh, how about you, <laughs> Um, well, I went in higher definition than 1080p, thanks. Um, and oh, I don't know. I think either something to do with the Zenlai, I reckon, just because of my work with the auction. Either that or a busybody who puts her nose in places where she's not allowed to go. Because that seems to be my role in life at the moment. It's just being annoying. So, yes. Very nice. One of those two. I think I could go with the troll. Oh, I'm not sure. I'd have to think about it some more. But he definitely couldn't be a good guy. I, I don't fit as a good guy. Actually, if I was an NPC in Guild Wars Classic, I'd be that Zinlai who loses the storage chest. That that would be me. Yeah, because that Zinlai agent's kind of dumb. I mean, there's not really yeah. a whole lot to them. It's like you're just there. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, speaking of NPCs in Guild Wars 2, I just wanted to talk about them, and I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, um, there was a lot of talk a while back about how they're going to up the voice work in Guild Wars 2. Um. It's it's you know it's going to be a bigger incentive. They don't want they don't want people walking around talking about how much Danica sucked because she did. So they're they're making it so that as you're walking through town, you literally hear conversations. You don't you don't see bubbles popping up over heads. You hear conversations happening, and as you walk past that person, um, you get to where you can't hear them as much. So there's even kind of a Doppler effect. If you don't know what the Doppler effect is, you need to watch the Big Bang Theory. I'm the Doppler effect. Okay. What do you guys think of that? That was a very, very good impression. Oh, I like that. You watched that? Oh, dude, Sheldon, that's my spot. I I don't watch Big Bang Theory that much, mostly because I, I I'm glued to my PC, not my TV. Um, but yeah, I do watch it on occasion. I find it very. Do you know you can actually get a T-shirt with um rock paper scissors Vulcan? Um, is it what, what lizard, is it rock paper scissors lizard, lizard spot? Yeah. Yeah, you can actually get that on a T-shirt, and it's the coolest thing ever. Nice. Definitely. We should have one that ends yeah. with like pie cheesecake, because cheesecake is ultimate. But anyway, I just want one with bazinga on it. Oh man, bazinga! <laughs> oh, a word used a lot in our household, usually when I remove my underwear. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, the just the way that the NPCs are going to be a lot beefier in this game than most MMOs. Like they're actually going to matter a lot more, seem more real. That'll be cool. It's an often overlooked I'm, thing, because usually they just kind of seem like they build a game and they're like, oh, yeah, we got to have people in there. Uh, hey, let's just uh, put some bubbles over their heads and name them things like Paris, Harris Pilton and crap. I want it to be a Harris Pilton in there now. That's a character in WoW. She's done. Oh, uh, never mind. Um, yes, voices, fantastic. Good work. Need more of it. It was really sucking in Age of Conan. After you got outside the tutorial area, there was no voices. And considering the entire tutorial area... Every single conversation you had with an NPC was voiced, and then all of a sudden there was almost nothing. It was really annoying. So, yes. Voices throughout, please. So, um, okay. 
the other thing I wanted to ask you guys was, and I guess, yeah, you kind of came up with somebody that you would like to be in Guild Wars 2. What kind of conversations would you like them to be having as people were walking by you? I'm like totally trying to set this up for ArenaNet to just be like, well, they've outlined it, so just go toss it in. So, like, for my troll, he'd be, like, under the bridge shouting at people. I think he'd be shouting stuff about various types of food. As, you know, throwing cheesecake at people. That guy would be awesome. Oh, it'd be great if you were a baker. Oh, that might actually be better, yeah. Have some cook standing out there in the marketplace, and you walk up to him. And and depending on what personality you are, he either gives you pie, cake, or cheesecake. Yeah, he'd be a, he'd be a cook named Shang Tsung. <laughs> Not everyone's gonna. That'd get be that. epic. <laughs> no, I don't get that. Oh, never mind. Oh, he was a character. I want your soul. Yeah, he's a guy no, in Mortal Kombat that turns into everybody else. So you do a move and then. Oh right. Yeah. So. Uh, it, your soul is mine. Yeah, very cool. Um, I'd I'd want to be a gossip. So when you're walking past, all you hear is, "Did you wait to the other person last night? It was disgusting." <laughs> and that's it. You don't hear anything else. Oh man. Just lots of little tidbits of really incestuous, disgusting stuff. But you never hear any profanity or anything that bad. It's just always a second later, did I just hear him say that? And you go back and he's talking about something else. Or every time you walk past someone, they're like, shh, he's coming. <laughs> just to really make everybody paranoid in the game, because that would be good. Or or the smithy could be a guy who stands all the way across the room and shouts at you, hey, how's the rash? <laughs> <laughs> Or, yeah. hey, it don't look so bad from over here. <laughs> <laughs> How's the rash? That would be awesome. Handing out little blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. So, uh, what would Tasha's Zunlai agent say? Oh, I don't know. I've got a box I have for no that. idea. I have, I'm really, really bad with things like this. So, I have no imagination at all when it comes to naming things or anything else like that. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm boring. What do you think? What can you think of, Smithy? I think if you were busy buzzy, busy buzzy, I don't know, a busy buddy, um, you'd just be all up in people's business. So you literally walking Opening past their it. packs and trying to find stuff I don't have in it. That'd be it. Can I have a look inside your pack? You could uh, You could be like the neighbourhood watch equivalent within Guild Wars. I'm not sure I'm that old. Oh, okay. No, I didn't, you know, obviously we're talking fancy, exactly. I'm sure. You could be a 21-year-old member of the neighbourhood watch. I guess. I guess. I think I'd prefer to be rifling through people's packs and trying to steal stuff. <laughs> I like that. That's very good. Okay, so this has been a great speculator's corner. People have come from this knowing so much less. As a new player to Guild Wars... Oh, Togo, I just want to get through this already! Shut up! So, Togo's Soapbox now. And this is actually our, our Guild Wars Classic segments are kind of chock full. Not that we haven't burnt a lot of time anyway. <laughs> so... Guild Wars live team interview on Kill 10 Rats. Yes, uh, uh, kill10rats.com. So it's kind of based on the idea that you go into MMOs and you got to kill like boars or rats and that's somehow fun. So I love their name. That's great. If you go to kill10rats.com, they had an interview with John Stummy. Um, and I think the whole Guild Wars live team, I'm not... No, it was just... He was talking about the rest of the team. But anyway, it was really informative. Probably better than the one that I did. And... Uh, Oh, man, everything that was in it. Um, I don't know if you guys want to uh, add to this, but the things I noticed was, first of all, Stummy cracked me up with some of the things that he said, which I'll elaborate on in a second. He did a rundown of who's who in the Guild Wars live team. He provided some updates on Dervish changes and Guild vs. Guild changes. He said more about the Cantha content that will be in Guild Wars Beyond. And he's also um, stated an openness to 
more costumes. He said some other things that we're also going to toss in pro tips. So, yeah. Oh, what were the funny okay. things he said? I'm now looking at the article. Go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, one thing that popped up from reading a few bits and bobs on various forums and comments about all this was people being upset that he's um, kind of focusing at the moment on updating costume brawls rather than getting out the dervish updates. Now, I don't quite understand that priority myself. The only way I can see that priority making sense is if the costume brawls are coming back permanently. Um, Because I don't really see that that's worth more of their time over the dervish updates. The only other way I could see that that being better is if, because everyone's been out of the office with PAX and with Gamescom, they haven't been able to maybe liaise with a test crew or do enough internal testing to get the dervish balances uh, sorted out. And he's kind of gone, right, well, whilst I can't do anything because you lot have all pissed off somewhere, I'm going to work on this costume broadening thing that I can do on my own. Well, you know, the reason that I don't have Chaz here today has just been ruined. So, sorry, Chaz. I was trying to be nice to Stummy. <sighs> well, sorry. No, I'm just... Uh, no, I'm kind of standing up for him. I'm just kind of checking out a few reasons why I think he would do that. Oh, I and agree. I saw, saw someone go, well, I don't know why he's done that. It's kind of really going against what he said in, the, in our interview. And I was like, well, no. He said he liked and wanted to update the various festivals, which is great. Because I hate playing the same content every year, and I hate the fact that the Mad King's jokes are the same every year. Yeah. I don't care; they're terrible. I just like some new jokes, so I can go, "Oh, that's funny." Not. And if Reinternet, every... if Reinternet had their eyes open, they would know that I would be really good at writing jokes for the the Mad King because all my jokes are that bad. So hit me I think up. There's some really, really, uh, there's some really, really choice ones that come through in our office. We have one guy in our office who's um, Norwegian, and we take the piss out of him for being Swedish. Um, so that's hilarity right there, but there's a very seal clubbing jokes that, that come out of that one. <laughs> but one of the one of the things Stummy said that I laughed at, he said he was talking about Andrew Patrick, who's on the live team, is working on design and spawning. He did this part time with the Warren Crida and will be doing it full time moving forward. Andrew is fond of saying inappropriate things or may or may not enjoy long walks on the beach. Always good. Always good. I also like when people say may or may not because it narrows it down so much. But when used in this in this way, it's great. So what were you gonna say, Smithy? Um, I was just going to say, I actually sat here about two minutes ago um, chatting away about something about um, Stummy's interview and then Tasha talked over me, which I thought was strange, and she stopped and then I started talking again and then she started talking again. I thought, wow, that's rude, <laughs> and then realized I actually still had Skype on mute from when my wife went to the toilet five minutes ago and she was weeing that loud that I had to mute it because I thought you might hear. That's well done. Brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all You're I was allowed to say, speak now. Thank you. You need to start talking every time I do just to make it become really paranoid and then I'll run out of the room headbutting the doors. <laughs> um, all I was going to say was... Uh, so, to you, uh, have we lost him again? Yeah. Oh, this, is like, this is like a nightmare. Okay. If I was naked and in front of a big audience, it would be the worst day ever. Um, yeah, their interview was good and it was informative, but I didn't hear any Christopher Walken um, impressions. Yeah, yeah. No. Stummy still has to come back and show me... Show me what's for. Give me what for? I don't remember that phrase. I guess you guys don't remember. You can do it either. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, no impressions. So, you know, it was good, but it wasn't really on par with what you did, Ryan. So. Man love. <laughs> um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? Excellent. Let the people have their pro tip sauce. For pro tips, still more from Kill 10 Rats, because guess what? I'm a lazy ass. So... 
Um, Stummy said that um, this was a this was a touchy subject after the Relics of War interview. So you really got to go to Kill Ten Rats just so he can get some people to stop crying. Um, he said that the openness for Seven Heroes is you know it's still there, but it sounds to me like it's not really going to be Seven Heroes, which he never explicitly said in our show anyway it was that there was an openness to adjusting the hero situation and they've got something else going it looks like and so i have my doubts mm-hmm. that we'll see seven heroes specifically which also explains why regina was kind of trying to be like well hold on because everybody extrapolated too much from what little bit was said in our show um, you know for all we know and i'm not trying to say i know anything because i don't but it could be like um they're gonna make it so that you can have four heroes instead of three or even like five per person so that there's some overlap but you still can't fill the party who knows but mm. they're they're testing something right now something is in the works it's just not promised to actually come out there was also mention in the interview of a another hero that you'll be able to get um from either north and the current speculation uh that i've seen is that maybe that hero will be multi-profession Ooh. That is just a rumor. I don't even know where I pulled it out from. So take it with a mountain of salt. They should make this hero. They should name him the Singleton because he changes. Hang on, you want you want you want a hero named after you? Yeah. And a person who kills too. You know how awesome I am. I deserve it. And then there was you could spread the spread the love around. Oh yeah. Or it could be a multi-profession hero that turns into one of the many relics of war hosts, depending on the profession chosen. Ah, oh, see, that would be that would be epic. Yeah, but I am awesome. I'll be ranged, enough. please. I am, I am awesome enough that if they can't swing that, I mean, just you know, make Shang Tsung or something. Anyway, um, so the point of all this, and I want to make this really clear, is that for you crybabies out there, just remember that when you assume, you make an ass out of you. Yes. Right. But we're talking to the Guild Wars community here. Right. We're all a bunch of asses, so we're we're one yeah. big collective ass. It's good times. <laughs> Can I be the whole? <laughs> <laughs> if you say want to be. I'm going to cut you that. You can take end. the fuck for the rest of us. The end of this show, like, it's going to go quiet, and then all of a sudden you're going to hear Smithy say, can I be the whole? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we're going to jump straight into emails a la carte so we can try and represent those that took the time to write into us and not call you uh, collective ass participants. Here we go. We got one for, oh man, I, do I have to read this guy's email after having said that? All right, this is the Guild Wars CM from France, so I just called you an ass, sir. Um, but as as a Frenchman, you should be used to that from Americans, since we are like that. He's is that, is that a, a, sorry, Ryan, is that a gentleman's name? I thought that was a lady's name. No, it's Stefan. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, Stefan Lopresse. Yeah, not, not Stephanie, it's Stefan. See, I'm just thinking short circuit, and I got like Johnny Five and Stephanie. <laughs> But and I'd have been really silly. I'm so glad I'm not reading that one out. But at least I've already pointed out my error in not understanding any language other than English. Um, okay. I will try and uh, read this email now with as much respect toward French people as possible. So here goes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello, people from Relics. Hello, people from Relics of War. I'm Stefan, French CM for Guild Wars J. I don't know what the J's for. Guild Wars. Who knows? I mean, everyone's calling it something. I noticed a mistake in your episode 13 when you talked about the link between Glint and the Shatterer, or however you call it. The Shatterer is not a dragon, but a rank. So whenever one is killed, it's replaced by another dragon. Buy and have fun. That's huge. 
Like that just, is huge. Yeah, we just got a huge piece of information for everybody to find out. But no matter if the Shatner dies or not, there will be a new Shatner. Which is great, and I don't know if that's actually been broken anywhere else because I haven't seen it. No, I haven't heard that anywhere. You need to be putting a big ass exclusive before that, then. Oh yeah, I'll put that in there. I'll be there. Isn't there's even a thing on iTunes where it says, "Is this, uh, is it um, exclusive? Yes or no?" Oh wait, no, that's explicit. Never mind. Which we probably should. <laughs> We're always explicit <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So um, okay, thank you, thank you very much, Stefan. <laughs> Our new Alliance Guild, uh, the notorious PIG, invites us to come and see some real beast mastery, especially especially for Smithy. That was in an email. That was my synopsis of it. Um, let's see. Smithy, read what UKNL has said to us. Um, UKNL says, you have just been awarded the sum of 1,532,720 Great British Pounds in the UK Electronics Awards 2010 Anniversary Bonanza. That's awesome. We, we could probably split that, couldn't we? Go and buy ourselves some stuff. UKNL. That just, hmm, uh, yeah, that sounds more like a political party than uh, people who give away free money. Yeah. But Are you yeah. sure Captain Martin Long hasn't been behind that one? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm waiting for another call from Captain Martin Long. He said he was busy with something this week, though, but oh, last okay. time I talked to him. Yeah. UK Electronics Award. That actually sounds quite sincere, though, doesn't it? So maybe we might have won. Have you uh, replied? You never know. Uh, I have not. Um but that's mostly because I'm trying to show my allegiance to Captain Martin Long and his sponsorship of our show. Okay, then uh, Anemone says, or who wants, do you want me to read this? I can do this one because it's short and I understand all the words in it. Okay. <laughs> Your podcast is really entertaining and it's fun to listen. Maybe a little too addictive because it's 4.10 a.m. and I have to get up in a few, after a few hours. So anyway, about Guild Wars 2, what are your thoughts? I says toughs, but it's thoughts of the Silvari race and enemy. Are they like really hairy and you just whip off tufts of hair and, you know, you can have different colours or styles, short, curly, long? No, the Silvari are actually the uh, Professor Bushroots of Guild Wars. They're pe- plant people. And they, um, a lot of people call them kind of the replacement for the token elf. Um, but they're cooler than elves, in my opinion. My wife would disagree because she's one of those fantasy readers. But um, they're supposed—they—they they have a collective knowledge, so you—you you know everything that previous uh, ancestors knew, and I think even what other Silvari know. So they're probably—I mean—that makes them on set to be the rulers of this world in no time. So even though we're playing Guild Wars two to take out Zaitan and all that, pfft, it doesn't matter in the end. Everything's going to be run by the Silvari anyway. So I guess all hail our overlords. Indeed. Yep. But I, like I don't them. really like them. Oh, you I don't? don't really like them. No. I don't, well, they look a bit funny. It's like the female Azura. They just look a bit funny. Hmm. Um, I don't I know. Just I, like... I, don't, I just don't really like them. I saw. Um, it's not like I've met one yet. I thought Colleen in the book was good, though. I liked her. She has some interesting thoughts. <laughs> Wayne Rooney's wife. Uh, a bit of local humour there for you folks. No one else will get that. <laughs> Sounds like Tasha didn't either. No. Um, no, no, no. My knowledge of football is related to what goes on on the pitch, not what happens off it. Yeah, right. I don't know much about either side, but uh. um, ten past four in the morning—that's a pretty damn cool time to be listening to a podcast. All I'd say is, I'd just like to challenge you and see if you can actually listen to it later. So if you start listening to this in the evening, turn it off, put it back on about quarter past four, see if you can listen to it all the way through the night, and then don't sleep before work as long as you don't operate heavy machinery or drive for a living. 
or a doctor. That'd be a bit dangerous. It'd be funny though. Oh, why did you cut off the one guy? Oh, I was listening to Alex of all. <laughs> no thanks. I don't want to get sued. It would be damn good litigation though, wouldn't it? Can you imagine turning up at court? Yes, we did make an incredibly funny podcast and challenged the <laughs> listener to listen during the uh, midnight hours. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got an email from Zizaraxi, and he told me not to try to pronounce his name, but I think I got it. And he said, or he wants to know how he can help us. Um, it was a really long email, so paraphrase. He wants to know how he can help us. That's it. And I say, let's talk. You obviously can write. We've already talked about this at the beginning of the show, so get in touch, I guess. Then we got an email from Tomas Harshegi. That's my best guess how you say that. And uh, he put an iTunes comment on the, what was it? Hungarian iTunes. So um, if you're Hungarian, do you, I, I would go to Turkey. Okay. It says, I have just bought Guild Wars Classic and I of the North because, I, that was so bad, because I want that to be more prepared terrible. for Guild Wars 2 to get to know the lore. This podcast gives me information about the classic game. He even called it the classic game. This guy's pro. Some help and some clues and how about, and how things work, especially in the pro tip session. And I think that's what it's meant to be. The session intros are great, but I would love to hear some new ones, like every month or so. I love you guys. You give me a great hour. Every week listening to the podcast, keep up the good work. See ya. P.S. Apple Pie for the win. Um, I hope he was um, trying to promote pie and not apple pie, because apple pie is American. And if I, oh, of course, he's Hungarian, so he, never mind. I'm going to go there. <laughs> what was he going to say? Nobody cares. Um, it's a great hour every week, but does that mean he's stopping the podcast? Because most episodes are slightly longer. Last week's definitely was. This week probably will be. Mm -hmm. Does he just turn it off after an hour and that's it? He's just missing out a bit really, isn't he? You should listen to that last bit at the end after the music. I tend to listen to the intro, fast forward 50 minutes, and listen to a little bit of music at the end, and then the outro bit. That's the funniest part. So this guy's probably probably just estimating. He's like, I just want to listen to an hour. So well, it is roughly an hour. So he'll be he'll probably be turning off the show here in a minute. So uh, see you later, estimator. Yeah, thank you very much for your comments. Mm-hmm. No, but seriously, also the uh, section uh, session intros. So for the segments, if people want to hear new ones, I'll work on some new ones. I mean, we're, the segments are going to change when Guild Wars Two comes out, or even as it comes closer, and we're going to slowly see this show become a little more Guild Wars Two centric. Um, now that's not to say we won't do something for Guild Wars Classic as well, but this whole show will need to be dedicated to the new game then. Anyway, so, since we, our segments are obviously already dynamic and can change, we are totally open to receiving submitted, uh, segment intros. Not that I won't make some of my own also when we get bored, but that's open to the public there. Judging by your uh, listeners, you could actually have a fully international intro section. So if you could get everybody to submit a different one, you know, you've got the uh, French chap whose name I mispronounced. You got this Hungarian guy. Oh. That was Hungarian, yeah. Uh -huh. um, it'd be awesome. You'd just be completely international. Yes, do it. Send us. There you go, listeners. Send us calls that are in other languages too. Um, if it's Spanish, I might actually make out what you're saying. But otherwise, we'll just kind of make fun of the language. So, you know, we're all about world peace. <laughs> we're equal opportunity in the soldiers. <laughs> and we'll, we'll try and get Google Voice to transcribe what you said, and then we'll figure out what you said based on that. And we will respond in kind. So we'll be saying things like, aha, yes, las manzanas azules son muy buenos. I just said I like the blue apples. Keith Haynes says, I had a thought when I reread about the day and night cycle. The day and night cycle gives a sense of time to the game, and I'm all for that. 
It has also been said that while the world is persistent, it is not permanent. I thought that to greater give a sense of time and give the world some permanence, why not try something like a permanent ending to a dynamic event? Think about it. Once a year, say on Guild Wars 2's birthday, have one major dynamic event that will permanently change something about the world. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yep. Although, what the Guild Wars 2's birthday would be, I don't know. Because say, say, see if certainly, say, Ebonhawk's founding day, have something that happens in Ebonhawk that changes it. Ooh, yeah. For some reason. Um, maybe uh, Queen Jenna's birthday for Divinity's Reach. Um, the Char Lady person's you know, day. That made no sense if you don't know what I'm talking about. I can't <laughs> remember the Char's name. I, but the one who fought female Char Independence. Where's Tiger when you need her? Blast! I know! I need Tiger here. She'd know who I mean. Um, also, though, we haven't talked about the day and night cycle. Was it every nine hours that they were planning on having it cycle? I have no idea. I know it's not going to be exactly in tune with our time. That way, people have access to the various times of day, depending on their schedule. That That's what I gathered. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe we need... That's really, really nice. Um, especially because, yeah, those of us who have to work will only actually ever see the game in those sort of same three or four hours every evening. It'd be nice to be able to see it in day or at night or, or what have you, just it goes round. Um, my only thought would be that if you're going to have an NPC that's only available in one place during the day, make him available somewhere else at night, please, because, yeah, it's annoying having to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, talking of night and day, I watched that Tom Cruise movie the other day, and, um, yeah, it wasn't that good. It's quite funny. That's about all I've got to say about the days changing in the game. Um, I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> my next-door neighbor has a rabbit. Um, shall I take the next email? <laughs> of... Yeah, speak for Hunter, please. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've got to do this. Best do English, quick. posh English. I want posh English for this one. I, I want you to pretend you're, the, pretend you're the Duke of Edinburgh and ask a woman about what her knickers are like. Oh, <laughs> easy mode right there. <laughs> Did you not I, hear I about that comment, by the way? Did you hear no, about that one? You know the Pope was here last week? Yeah, he was not far from my house at one point. Yeah. But anyway, let's look at yeah. The person who, who from the royal family who was sent to meet him when he got off the plane was the Duke of Edinburgh. This is the mm-hmm. same guy who sticks his foot in it at every single opportunity there's a, a, a world leader there. Wait, no, so who that's, was... that's Joe Biden. You're all screwed up. <laughs> well, we have our own as well, and it's the Queen's husband. Oh, God, there's two Joe Bidens? This world's going <laughs> to yeah. die. Um, so he was meeting the leader of the Conservative Party for Scotland, and she was next to, I think it was a Labour leader, and the Labour leader was le- wearing a tartan tie. He noticed that um, the Conservative leader wasn't wearing anything tartan, and so he asked her what if her knickers were made out of the tartan fabric. Wow. <laughs> Hasn't he said something completely misogynistic in the past before, though? He's just a really outrageous... I think there was a thing where he was meeting students in China and he told them not to stay there too long in case they went all slitty-eyed. Did you just say he was a masseuse? Yeah, I think that's how he managed to get the queen (laughs) to marry him. (laughs) Okay, so... Anyway, cut that bit out. That was just a side. Go on. Hunter's email. Yeah, Hunter's email. Okay. Um, Dear sirs and madams, I would like to address an upcoming feature of Guild Wars 2 that causes me grievous worry. Uh, when studiously examining moving pictures as a demonstration, I observed various Karma Heart icons visible on the map of Her Majesty's Queensdale. They are tan brown with black interiors and fill with the same tan brown once you fortuitously gain karma by completing the event. 
these mofos really tax me with these words. Um, I, <laughs> I think we should request, nay, demand that ArenaNet fix these ugly, misbegotten, poorly thought out icons. It is a long accepted fact that a heart can be it is a long accepted fact that a heart has been portrayed with red and pink colours. Would not favourable karma be truly reflected by the colour of love and St. Valentine's Day teddy bears? If you pluck a man's heart from his chest, does it not bleed? Red. Uh, I await your... <laughs> <laughs> I await your discussion and approval of my thoughts and a subsequent popular revolution spurred on by your honourable podcast. With regards, Hunter. Well. It depends what species you are, because Zavari bleed gold. And Vulcans bleed green. I think they're yeah. not coming race in the game, aren't they? And don't Romulans bleed yellow? No, they bleed green as well, because they're exactly the same as Vulcans, just me, okay. aren't they? You're thinking of stink I- bugs. Stink bugs bleed. Uh, I'll have well, you know, I don't know. If you have an air air compressed run BB gun, you actually don't need a BB gun to kill a stink bug. You can just wrap the nozzle around the back of its butt and fire away, and his head pops off. That's disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> Hunter, I'm I'm glad I could contribute to your email and respond to it in such kindly fashion. Also, you're loquacious as hell. Look that up, bastard. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> can't can't uh, be bad or good though. It doesn't have to necessarily be. Be a good thing, or did I misunderstand karma? Um, I I didn't I don't know anything about karma, not enough anyway. Other than it's kind of like a form of um, currency. But I didn't see the icons or anything, so once again, I'm here to help. I well, I saw the icons when I was playing the demo, but I was like, oh, okay, they're there. I thought they were only for the tutorial area actually, but I might be wrong. Maybe they should have the person who accepts karma as a form of currency should have her say, off with his head. <laughs> right. Well, Hunter. Um. I, I agree, totally. Yeah, definitely. We're we're right behind you. You're obviously behind us. I do agree with where you said I um that we have a most honorable podcast. It truly is most honorable. I do like the idea of causing a revolution from a podcast. Um, I'm not sure that I can really get behind Karma Heart icons because I don't know what they are. But uh, if we come up with a better idea. Um, I'm all for overthrowing the government. Well, I was gonna definitely. I was gonna suggest like having a march on Washington D.C. for like rationality, but you guys, you're English, so you don't care. So maybe we'll have. No, I've actually been to Washington D.C. I quite like that city. We'll have a march on London for better teeth. How's that? That'd be good. Um, can we have a march to get Sarah Palin elected as president because it will be the greatest joke in human history? <clears throat> um, Oculus Sinister sent us an email as well. <laughs> But it was it was loaded with some stuff that I would actually like to use for segments next week. So, sir, thank you for that. We will be back with you. Um, we got one. I, no, we got two iTunes reviews this week. One from the Grim Cow, who has a most excellent first name, which is Ryan, and he says this podcast is pro. That is all. And everybody's going. So, Ryan, you just commented on your own show. It wasn't me, I promise. And then also, Faller one two three says hi to anyone wasting five seconds of their life reading this, thinking, damn. Five seconds will never get back. Anyways, nice podcast, love it, and great info, along with humor. I once took a sign and uh, wrote on it, I said, this is a sign, and then I put it in the ground. It was just like that. Very similar to this guy's humor. It's warped. Also, there may be, if, if you don't eat and then you have a whole ounce of nutmeg, crazy shit happens. Yes, this is true. So I've just told everyone how they can do drugs without narcotics on the show. So we're stand-up personalities here. <laughs> I also told them about five-hour energy. How much worse does it get, really? So you told them how to get hyper and how to get high. 
Yes, do both at the same time, and you'll be screaming about purple spiders while also uh, riding a unicycle atop um, the Statue of Liberty. What am I talking about? I'll, Can you do that? That would be cool, wouldn't it? Well, around her head. I'll go get pictures. <laughs> <laughs> or around the torch. That would be cool, around the torch, wouldn't it? If ever I go up in that torch, I'm going to expect the X-Men to be inside of it, and Magneto's launching this device to give everybody mutant powers. Because films are real like if ever i go to um new york i'll expect a giant christmas tree with a very young macaulay culkin stood outside and a lady from casualty and hundreds of pigeons <laughs> oh man we're showing our age right there because there's gonna be a lot of people listening to the show going what yeah all i can say is in the 80s there were also a bunch of seagulls you can call us at 708-202-9262 you can email us at relicsofor at gmail.com relicsofor at gmail.com if you're hearing our show you should already know how to say that anyway um we also prefer mp3s it attached to emails that's better than a call i don't know if that's better than a call because you don't get google transcript but maybe i'll just call the show play the mp3 over the phone get the google transcript and then have the better quality audio from the call um find us on twitter steam or facebook just relicsofor you can join our guild also as an individual, or you and your guild can join our alliance, like Jim and the Notorious P.I.G. Um, yeah, and I've just done my little bit. What's left? See, the way I do With that... morality, it, I think. The way I do that always makes everybody else just kind of, you know, go turtle. You got it down to a T, though, the way you just reel it all off. It's very professional. Do you practice it during the day? No, because I work in my basement now, so if my wife heard me talking down there to myself... That's not to say when I was commuting to work, I didn't have a lot of practice anyway. Just saying. When you say you work in your basement, I don't know why. It kind of sounds a bit iffy. Like I imagine people who work in the basements are just severing limbs from dead people. Either that or I don't know why. Or distributing Joseph Fritzel. Mm-hmm. Distributing also narcotics, perhaps, or nutmeg. Yes. Yeah. Have you got a meth lab down in your uh, basement? No, he's growing nutmeg. <laughs> growing nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg phetamines. <laughs> Oh my god, this car is so hot. I'm actually literally sweating. So that's disgusting. Maybe we should do real morality. Oh, one last thing I wanted to ask people. If you know somebody who has a band or like an awesome... If you have any connections to like an awesome musical situation, including Tasha, um, I want to use this show as a way to like hook people up with good music from all genres, which I've kind of been doing anyway, but yeah. Yes, and I will also play stuff on the radio as well. Yeah, it yeah. You hook us up, and you kind of hook up Split Infinity Radio up too. It's we're actually a pretty good yeah. venue for a startup band. Just saying. Yeah, um, I I will need email addresses though. So. Yes. Yes. I will forward those on to you. You also have all the rights in the world to access our show email if you so desire. But we'll talk about that later. Everyone's going to be. Able to, anyway, oh, yeah. oh, so I don't have to write to just Ryan. Well, then. Ah, <sighs> so okay. Oh crap! We had this set to ask John half the half the John. Who does Wheel of Morality go to? I have nothing, so. Um, well, I don't have anything either. So um. We uh we are known for our helpfulness and prepared nature as British folk, aren't we, Tasha? Absolutely. Okay. Well. Mm. Okay. My Wheel of Morality then is, um, give me. No, no. Hold. I want to hear Tasha. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go on, Tasha. Will of Morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn, Ryan. Um, I was once driving down the interstate and passed uh, exit 404, and I was messing with my radio, and I started looking for a refresh button. No joke for the win. That was pretty dumb. But what's not dumb is the mashup that we got from Sea Squirrel Run. 
This is good. He's also from New Zealand. Sorry when you needed me, I chose myself instead. I was wrong. Did you stay too long? Previously on Relics of War. You can tell us in the car when I smacked the dashboard, huh? Yep. Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, I hate this mic. Um, Relics of War, now in hiccup vision. Yeah, well, we got seal carcasses down here, so stick it in your place. I'm looking forward to that, actually. I'm going to bring popcorn. That'll be slick chickens. They come from monsters. You go and rip them from their cold, dead hands. Ooh. Now, you were saying... Dudes get butt naked to be pro. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, okay, we're clear. You see that? That actually happens quite a bit in Guild Wars. I suppose that was a criticism. That was terrible of me. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, oh, <laughs> original. I'm <laughs> the classic Guild Wars. So <laughs> almost went there. Almost did you it. You slipped up. Classic. It's not polished. Your mom's not classic. <laughs> yes, so. I don't see how that's pertinent <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> Guild Wars 1. Yes, 1, ArenaNet says so. I would much rather have a Coca-Cola video game than either a KFC video game or a Splenda video game. I just won this argument again. Stop trying. Oh, one last thing. Guild Wars 1, Guild Wars 1, Guild Wars 1. You're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid. Ben, a.k.a. Epic Wind in-game PS Pie. I wasn't trying to make any reference at all. I was just being stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it works out. I mean, when you're just randomly standing there healing and all of a sudden out of nowhere you hear... <laughs> We're asking for ragdoll physics for the villagers of Guild Wars 2. And that we can control them in any way we want. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think we just control great. We're going to be more like... We'll, we'll be Gordon Freeman. We'll never respond to anything. <laughs> but we'll, we'll throw people with gravity guns. Good day, sir. Put something in her hand she'll really enjoy. Buy this drumstick. I thought I'd get a couple more laughs out of that. <laughs> you guys go Enjoy. ahead and talk about that while I fudge like I know what I'm doing. Guild Wars 2. There's an app for that. I don't like Apple, so yeah, I feel dirty now. I need an acid bath. Oh, Togo, I just want to get through this already. Shut up! Maybe the gaggy can replace Togo. <laughs> and so I always find myself wanting to just turn around and look at my son and be like, this is a or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, maybe I just cut that out of the show because that's embarrassing. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Why do you get to be cut out when you do embarrassing stuff and the rest of us don't? All you have to do is tell me where you were embarrassed, and I'll be sure to put it at the front of the show. That mashup came all the way from New Zealand. My name is Sea Squirrel Run, and you're listening to Relics of Awe. Can I be the whole 